Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially free business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Hey mamas, and welcome back to another episode of the Stable Mama Podcast. I am so excited today because we have an amazing guest for you. One where I cannot wait to hear her message and all the amazing tidbits that she's going to share with us today. Her name is Laura Lynn. She is the wife to Michael, mama to two littles under the age of three, and a boss mama herself. She works as a parent coach and child behavior consultant. She serves parents in the online space through her parenting courses, potty training support, and parent coaching. She is also host of the Parenting Clubhouse podcast, where she provides tangible advice that's backed by science to bring back ease into your parenting. Seriously, I am so excited about today's topic because, well, you know, being a mom and being a boss is hard, and she's going to give us some really practical tips that we can use. So let's give a big warm welcome to Laura. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm, like I said, I think like three times now. Sorry, I'm just really excited about this interview. <laughs> I'm excited too. Perfect. All right, before we get started, we do have this one tradition on the Save Mama podcast, and that is to ask this one question. How do you do it? How do you build your business and keep stability in your life? Oh man, that's, that's a question. I mean, do we have like three hours? (laughs) No. Um, I mean, how do I do it? I think, uh, number one, there's that passion and there's that desire there, because as we all know, if that passion or that desire is lacking, uh, life's going to be hard. Life is going to be really hard. And so like having that mission mentality of, okay, I'm here not just to have a business. I'm here not to make money, but like, I'm really here to make a difference. I really, really want to make mama's lives easier and I want them to feel confident in their parenting and part of that is understanding behavior knowing themselves knowing their kids and and yeah that's part of it but then too I think kind of what we're going to talk about today how I'm able to do it all is just some of those positive effective strategies that work that can allow me to be a great mama but then also be a great boss mama and to just get it done and change the world. I love it. I love that you talked about the mission based, right? Because mm-hmm. there's got to be more to money to like to mm-hmm. building this business and doing this, this amazing, amazing thing for your family. Oh my goodness. Loved your answer. And definitely, yes, let's jump into those parenting tips and tricks because I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one of the things that we wanted to talk about is how do you have that conversation with your kids? Like, Hey, mama's starting something new and it's going to affect your lives. Well, I think if you have like little kiddos, right, this conversation is going to be kind of vague. Uh, You know, you're not going to just like sit down like with a cup of coffee and be like, okay, let's hash this out. But it's going to be little comments here and there, Um, you know, just I think really just sharing your heart and kind of slowly but surely sharing, you know, what it is that you do and, you know, having that gradual conversation. And of course, that conversation 
is going to you know extend over time uh, because with littles you know they could only take a little bit at a time and they don't fully understand uh, but of course as your kids are older you know you can modify your conversation with them for you know age appropriateness but I think it's just really sharing your heart and being open and honest and vulnerable um, with them. So for instance, I've got an almost three-year-old. And so I, I teach uh, some parenting classes. And so my son, John Paul, is a very big fan of reading books, okay? Loves, loves, loves books. Uh, we started that at a young age. And so, of course, we read a lot of the Llama Llama books. I don't know if you're familiar with those. Oh, yeah. So in those books, you know, the llama goes to school and there's a teacher. And so we talk about all of that because he is going to be going to preschool in uh, the fall. And so, you know, the teacher in the llama llama books is a zebra. Okay. So anytime we talk about a teacher, he's like, Oh, is that a zebra? Like, Oh, a zebra. And it's like, yep. Zebra teacher. Yep. That makes sense. And that's really what he understands in his little world is like teacher zebra. That's what it is. And so, you know, I tell him like, Oh, mama has to teach a class today. And he'll say, are you a zebra? And I'm like, yep, I'm a zebra. Yep. I'm a zebra. And so I think it's just like having little conversations like that to just help them understand of, like, this is what I'm doing today. I'm teaching other parents. I'm, I'm being a teacher over the computer or, or whatever it may be. And I think just really sharing your heart and, and having that ongoing like conversation uh, with your kiddo. I love it. I love it because it allows them to kind of connect with you and be a part of your world. Um, and so, and I love the example of a zebra. Totally know the book you're talking about. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know. Very often. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. I love that you were able to connect that with his world. Mm -hmm. And I think too, just for older kids, I think it's just, like I said, being honest with them and having that conversation gradually of, okay, you know, today's a really busy day. Uh, you know, I've got this, this, this going on. I'm going to let you know how it goes. And just having a relationship with your kiddos, especially if they're older and having that ongoing conversation, that reciprocal back and forth of how was your day? This is what I did. What did you do at you know, daycare or grandma and grandpa's house or at school today. I mean, you have a relationship with your kids. And so it's in a sense, like having a relationship with an adult, but your conversation and how you speak to them is just a bit different. I love it. I love it. And when you're having this conversation, I love that you're, you're keeping your child up to date and, and, you know, in your world, do you ever really dive into like why you're doing it? I think for older kids, that's kind of a, an important piece, especially if they're able to recognize that their lives have changed too. And, you know, like I said, you're not going to like have this big hash out session, you know, for an hour uh, as you're, you know, sitting at the kitchen table or sitting on the couch, but, you know, just as you're driving in the car with your kids or as you're playing outside, just kind of infuse those values and those philosophies that, you know, you really want to instill in your children and that you really want to express to your kids about this is why I do what I do. Like, I love doing this. Like I have this gift of teaching. So I'm, you know, reaching as many parents as possible online so that parenting is easier for them or, you know, whatever it is that you do and however you can communicate to your kiddo that that's what's going on. But I think it's just an ongoing conversation, right? It's just sharing your heart and continuing to really build that relationship with them and showing them your own emotions, whether that be frustration or anxiety or just joy or passion or whatever it is, because that is a perfect way for them to begin to learn what emotions mean. 
I love it. I love all of it. So, all right, we had this conversation or this ongoing conversation with our kids. Now let's kind of dive into like, how do we do it, right? How do we be great moms and build this business and, you know, all the things. <laughs> right. I think number one, it's support. And when I talk about parenting and when I think about the support in parenting, it's not always necessarily another person. It can be. And you know, sometimes you do need to have other people, whether that be uh, your child's doctor or a therapist or a counselor or a coach or uh, just another mama, like whatever that personal support that you need, you can have. But structurally, uh, there are supports and strategies that can make your life so much easier. And because you're a boss mom, you are, oh my gosh, I mean, you're juggling much more than a typical parent would, especially you know, you've got a job outside of the house and then your mom, and then, you know, you are running this other business and really trying to get that off the ground. And so it's about having routine. It's about having structure. It's about having a schedule, but it's also about taking baby steps and setting small goals for yourself. Because in business, we feel like we need to do everything all from day one. We have to have the perfect Instagram account. We have to have the perfect Facebook group. We have to have the most beautiful website. We have to have, you know, our email sequence down and we have to have our call to act. I mean, you know, everyone knows. And so it's so easy for us to be like, oh, I will not arrive until I have everything 100% in place. And that is a really unrealistic goal to have for ourselves. And so I think for us, it's our own expectations as moms, as business owners, as just individuals that, okay, let's do baby steps. Let's have a small goal for ourselves. Like let's take this one step at a time. But as we're taking those small steps, putting those structures in place to help us be as effective as possible. So, you know, I mean, those really could just be your organizational skills, whether you use a Trello board or whether you use, you know, whatever, whatever that you use. I mean, I have structures in place that help me be extremely efficient because uh, this is a one woman show here. I, I do everything from producing my podcast to Instagram to, I mean, literally everything, one woman show. And I work um, less than 20 hours a week, but the amount of work that I'm accomplishing is crazy just because of how effective and efficient I am because of the systems that I have in place. I love it. Yes. You're talking to a fellow lover of systems over here. I honestly, I can't even picture my life without them at the moment because I would be ripping my hair out. But no, so I, I love that. I love how you talk about having that, that structure and not necessarily support as a person, but just supporting yourself by putting that structure in place. And I think part of that support too, is that mindset piece of that, Hey, it's okay. If you don't get everything on your to-do list done. It's okay to be okay with that, like to learn to be okay with that. Um, you know, early on in business, I was like, okay, I have to post every Monday through Friday on social media and I have to do this. And, uh, and it was just a sense of stress. But most recently here, you know, especially as I've added a second kiddo into our lives, um, she's almost one now, but as you know, our family has grown, I have learned a lot over the past year. And, you know, early or actually late December, we all got really sick. And so it was like not possible for me to work, like just not possible. And so I was like, okay, this is a reality. I have no choice. Like I'm okay with it. Right. And so that week, you know, had no podcast, had no social media posts, nothing. Uh, and then here most recently, 
I was, you know, doing my uh, social media posts and I was, when I was sitting down and doing them, like my brain just was done and it was the end of the week. And I was like, okay, I've got three posts done. I need two more. I'm supposed to have two more. I'm only going to do three this week. And I was so okay with that because, you know, sometimes we just need to just let go and be okay. Did my business suffer? Nope. It didn't podcast podcast, you know, ratings went up, um, podcast downloads went up, you know, opt-ins went up. So it wasn't a big deal, but I think we rely so much on like, everything has to be this way that we really need to keep our mindset in check too. And that's a form of support. And Hey, if you need a self-care day, do it. You know, that's going to make you more efficient in the long run anyway. I love it. And it's a message I need to hear because I am totally a box checker. Like, oh, it's done. I did this. Woo. And then when they don't get checked, I get really frustrated, which is actually one of the things I was going to ask you about. And I think you touched on it a lot by just working on that mindset of being okay. But is there any other way that you can kind of keep that frustration sometimes you feel with, you know, doing all the things and building your business? And there's just a lot of pressure on you. And keep that out of your parenting so that you can still come from a place of, of love and, you know, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's hard too, because I mean, it's hard to control our emotions, but I think realizing that we can be in control of our emotions. And I think what is really helpful for me is that I'm like you where I'm very, you know, type A and I want to get everything done, but I put things in a box as best as I can. So when I'm at work, I'm at work as best as I can. Now, not 100% perfect, right? Um, And then when I'm with the kids, you know, that's a box. And when I'm with the family, like that's a box. But um, what I really strive to do is to have some just me time. That's not me being mom. That's not me being wife. That's not me being boss mom. It is just me. And I'm able to fill myself and have the space and the time that I need so that I can more fully fill each of my missions in all of those different boxes. So for me, that looks like getting up earlier than everyone else to uh, exercise a little bit and to pray a little bit. Now that's, you know, not everyone's jam, you know, they, you know, may function better during the day or doing something like that at night, but finding a way to fill yourself so that you are prepared and you're able to handle those frustrations when they come because they do come right uh, kids are going to misbehave even if you pull out all the tricks and the stops they're going to misbehave because they're toddlers and they're kids and they're learning and I think we need to remember that too is just have that expectation that our children are human beings just like us right and so life affects them just like life affects us if we're sleepy we're more likely to snap at our kids and get angry well if our kids are sleepy they're more likely to misbehave. If we're hungry and sometimes I get hangry, yeah, like that's a real thing. And the same thing is true with our kids. And so I think it's just really having that perspective of, okay, like take a step back. This is life. Like this is how kiddos operate. This is how people operate. This is how we operate. And then also giving yourself the time and the space, even if it's just 10 minutes to fill yourself first so that you can handle those things because they are going to happen. I love it, Laura. I love your message. And you've given us so many wonderful things to think about. I guess one of the last things I kind of would love for you to leave us with is your experience as a boss mama. What is, and a parenting coach, what is like that one amazing parental change that you've discovered or implemented in your own life that has really made a difference? 
So this is something that I preach to every single parent that I ever talk to. And even though, you know, I preach it to everybody, sometimes, you know, we don't always follow our own advice. And so I've really hit home on this one here most recently, having a toddler and having a baby, but it's providing praise. It sounds really simple. It sounds like it's not going to make a big deal, but it's huge and it can be a game changer. So it is so easy for us as parents to um, be negative and to react to behavior instead of just dealing with the behavior. But I think what we forget is that there are strategies that work and that work really well, but that are really easy at preventing some of this junky, unwanted, really unnecessary behavior, especially in toddlers and young kiddos. And for me and for all parents, I mean, it's praise. When you praise your child and are specific in your praise, you know, I love how you are chewing with your mouth closed. I love how you are sharing your toys with your sister. I love how you are playing nicely with your toys, you know, anything and everything under the sun. When we're really specific and we label to our kiddos what they're doing well, that's the type of interaction that they really desire and that they really want. But it's also teaching them in the moment that yes, that's the behavior that I wanna see more of. And yes, that's how you're going to get my good and positive attention by doing the good things. But then I also want to say, turning that on ourselves, we don't praise ourselves often, probably, right? Uh, we don't. And, you know, if you have a spouse or not, or if you have another an adult in your life or not, you may not be receiving praise. And I think for us to give ourselves feedback and to recognize what we're doing well instead of what we're not doing well. Oh, I yelled at my kid today. Oh, I didn't do everything on my to-do list. Like, oh, I was really impatient with my kids today. Yeah, I have those, you know, same, same uh-oh moments too, just because I'm, you know, just like any other parent. But I think we need to start switching it and looking for ways that we're doing things really, really well. Even though we haven't 100% arrived, and I don't actually think that we will ever 100% arrive because we're fully evolving, but you know, we're not perfect. And so it's about finding the things that we're doing well, because that's the momentum that's going to propel us forward to continue doing those things well. I mean, it's science, it's behavior, it makes sense. And so we need to receive that praise too. And so that means sometimes we have to give it to ourselves. And so, yeah, I'm totally a proponent of, okay, yeah, I did this really well today. Like I rocked that today, whether it's an interview or whether it's teaching a class or whether it's like, yeah, at lunch, I was a dang good mom because I provided a lot of praise and a lot of positive interaction. And so I think, you know, having that praise for our kids and for ourselves is really important. And I think you'll be really surprised if you're consistent with it, how much it can change your relationship with your kiddo and it can change their behavior and really your relationship with your child and your relationship with your parenting style. Wow. Mic drop. <laughs> right? Just, and we're done. No, I'm just kidding. I love it. That's amazing. And you're right. It's something so simple, but it's something that you easily skip over. You easily for, forget. As you were saying that, I was like, even thinking back to this morning and those moments that I could have easily praised them, but instead I was like, oh, why aren't you getting your shoes on? Versus, oh my goodness, you brushed your teeth all by yourself. I love that. Um, and just, you know, those simple switches, I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this has been a fantastic interview. Where can we find out more information about you? Well, definitely um, check out the Parenting Clubhouse podcast because like you said, I offer a lot of other really good advice from, you know, here's a specific behavior and I'm going to tell you what to do about it uh, to, you know, kind of this mom guilt and parenting 
uh, emotions and stuff like that. So I'm all about the parenting stuff. So the Parenting Clubhouse podcast. And then, of course, laurelynlapointe.com is my website. And you can find all the, goodie, all the goodies there. And, of course, Instagram, Facebook. My handle is laurelynlapointe. I love it. I love it. You know me. I'm going to check it out. I love getting nerdy and learning more about my parenting style because I think it's so important. Laura, thank you so much. Again, this has been a fantastic interview and I'm, I'm really glad you're here. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Awesome, ladies. I hope you enjoyed. I know I did and I'm excited for my kids to get home now so we can, <laughs> so I can start doing some more praise and really seeing those changes. Um, look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you're struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.